Summit Spartans football on WKOM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Ten Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, Ned Rich and CSH Inc. Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. With Matt Rogers, here's Mike Epley. You are listening live to the Summit Spartans broadcast for the second season on 101.7 FM and Front Porch Radio TN. Com. Click on 101.7 FM. I'm Mike Epley alongside color commentator, as always, Matt Rogers. We are just as excited to deliver it as you are to receive it. The weather here in Williamson County, cold, 52. Going to get chillier than that tonight. The 5A state champions, 10-0 Summit Spartans, will embark on another title chase tonight in the 6A as 6-4 Houston Mustangs out of Germantown will try to disrupt the repeat. The storyline is simple. Can Summit repeat and how do they do it? Region 7 standing. Summit 5 and 0, Ravenwood 4 and 1, Brentwood 3 and 2, Independence 2 and 3. I say the top 4, those are the teams that make the playoffs. For Region 8 paired with Region 7, Collierville 7 and 0, Germantown 6 and 1, Whitehaven 5 and 2, Houston 4 and 3. That's where you get the matchup. Summit in the number 1 spot. Houston in the fourth spot. Two years ago in 2019, Houston went 13 and one, lost to Ravenwood in the semifinal game. The year before that, 10 and two, a loss to Whitehaven in the second round. So let's break this down, with Matt Rogers. Simple. How could Summit repeat? Summit repeats by uh, you know playing the game that 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 they've always played. I mean, you know their, their biggest. Their biggest challenge tonight is going to be the offensive line for the Mustangs. They're big, but, you know, not to say anything bad, but big doesn't necessarily mean good. We're big, too. And I think, you know, and I've said it from the beginning, I think Summit has probably the best offensive line tackle to tackle than any other school, definitely in Middle Tennessee and probably in 6A. And, you know, that remains to be seen now that we're in the playoffs and we'll see by the end. But I'm telling you, the the big boys up front, they're going to have their – you know, their work cut out for them. Of course, we're talking about Big John Sloan, Maddox Reed, and Ryan Smith up front, but I think they're going to be fine. I think, you know, the biggest challenge for those guys is going to be, oh uh, gosh, what's his name? Needham. Luke Needham, number 67 on the offensive line. He's got a couple offers, but I think, uh, you know, tonight, Summit rolls in this one, and um, I think it's going to be a, a good matchup. I, personally, I don't think these boys from Germantown uh, know what's coming to them. The Houston Mustangs' most notable alumni being New England Patriots defensive tackle David Nugent, Washington Redskins defensive end Jeremy Jermone, also former Mustang pitcher Matt Kane. There you go. Played 13 seasons in the major league for the San Francisco Giants, three-time World Series champion, and even threw a perfect game on June 13, 2012. And most recent beginning of 2020-21 season former NBA superstar Mike Miller is the head basketball coach at Houston so for Summit remember they want to run the football 90% behind coach 
Uh, Coleman, key losses. We've already alluded to that earlier. The team captains this year voted on by the players, Cooper Cook, Brady Pierce, Destin Wade, Keaton Wade. They'll be out there shortly for the coin toss. Now let's kind of dive into the offense for Summit. So last week, Destin Wade went 3 of 5, 82 yards. The team attempts for rushing 26 for 282 yards. Wade only ran the ball twice for 67 yards, zero touchdown. Austin Gruders, 13 carries, 85 yards, one TD. He's not playing tonight. So they got to find somebody else. You'll probably put in Dominic Hollis to run there. Houston will be in a four-man front and will try to clog the A-gap. Well, that could leave the outside wide open for the Spartans. So, Matt, the Summit offense against the Houston defense. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, this is going to be a big night for the offensive line. Of course, you know, Matt Mullen all the way on the left and all the way to Richardson on the right. And uh, Garber, Cook, and Bauer in between. I think they're going to have a field day tonight. I think it's going to be a fun night for this offensive line. Again, not speaking too confidently, but just looking at it on paper and looking at what these guys have done, you know, over the past 10 games. They're really, really, really good. I mean, let me ask you this. When's the last time a Tennessee football team has had two guys up for Mr. Football on one team? Of course, we're talking about the Wade brothers. I think uh, I think there's a big night tonight for Hollis. I think it's a big night tonight for Wade. And then from tackle to tackle up front, I think the offensive line is going to roll in this one. And we're going to see a lot of rushing yards. And it's going to be exciting in the first half. Houston, <laughs> yeah, Houston now offensively. It's a big offensive line you reference. They're not as fast. They're going to try to maul you with the slow burn. The quarterback situation... Well, it's up in the air. The Mustangs have started a freshman quarterback, Tim Tony, for the last three games. But Jeremiah Salem's out there as well. But it's a lot, it's a spread scheme. We'll build in a lot of running and play action for Tristan Lurie and the bruiser, Ben Stiegel. Uh, those are the running backs for Houston. So now against the Summit defense, as you referenced, Matt, earlier, with the Houston offense. Look, I, I would probably be more pessimistic if this was game one or game two. And for those of you who have listened from the earlier uh, earlier part of the season, I wasn't pessimistic, but I was a little more cautious in the beginning. But here we are, game 11. We got 10 under our belt. And I, I can't poke holes in the Summit defense. I really can't. I mean, I thought when we had, uh, you know, Tanner Shake out there, and uh, no, I, I apologize, Noah Feltz, and and dippled in the in the in the in the first check check hello you can't hear me can you hear me my my mic went out sorry about that um i was just gonna say i don't know if you can hear me or not my mic just went out but earlier on noah felt and dippled they were my big question marks were they going to be able to fill those gaps of words and um and the human spark plug, and they've done a great job. I mean, we see them shut down Blackman, who was going to try to air the football out. They did that. And Finley Jamison, Jacob Turner at the linebacker, I mean, they've just been solid. And then, of course, you got Brady Hendricks, um, you got Johnny Sloan, uh, you got Brady Hendricks, you got Brady Pierce, Aiden Byrne. I mean, this is just a solid defense all the way around. I wish I could poke holes in them and not sound like such a homer, but I want to be a realist too. This is a very good defense, and I don't think it's going to be a very positive experience uh, for Houston tonight. Ryan Smith is out with the knee. Talon Borden will start in the middle of the defense, and Johnny Sloan moves to the outside. Mason Richardson will go right tackle. You'll still see Thad Hill tonight. John Dippold with the hip 
will not play Dominic Hollis at cornerback. So now for Summit, 10-0, navy blue and orange. Houston, 6-4, black and silver. As you know, Summit wins against Henry County, Spring Hill, Brentwood, Blackman, Centennial Beach, Ravenwood, Independence, Shelbyville, Franklin, and maybe tonight. Offensively, Summit scores 44.7. Defensively, gives up 13.9. Houston, a win against Ridgeway, a loss against Briarcrest Christian, a win against Cordova, a win against Pure Youth Alliance, a loss versus Wavenwood, a loss versus Germantown, a win versus Bartlett, a loss versus Collierville, a win versus Arlington, and a win versus White Station. Averaging 30 points a game and giving up 16.4. So the winner of this game will go on to play Brentwood or Germantown in round two of the 6A playoffs. The coin toss has been done, and now the teams will enter. First will be the black and silver. White jerseys, white pants with the black stripe and the black helmet. And that's Houston. And your Summit Spartans will be in the blue jerseys, the white pants, and the white helmet. Exciting night, man! It looks like the uh, it looks like the Las Vegas Raiders are in town here. These Houston Mustangs and watching them come out, man. These guys are pumped up. Number twenty for the Mustangs, Tristan Lurie. He pulled a Tyree kill and did a backflip right on the fifty yard line right now. So they got some athletes over there. These kids are fast. It's gonna be fun. Quickly, the keys to the game, Mr. Rogers. Keys to the game for Summit: do what Coleman wants to do, and that's run the ball ninety and ten for the pass. Offensive line up front. You get your job done you can pretty much do whatever you want with a quarterback like Destin Wade I think it's going to be a big night for the Summit Spartans happy for the school happy for all in attendance and uh, keys to victory is just play your game don't make dumb mistakes tie your cleats just shoulder pads button your chin strap look up to heaven and acknowledge what has and hasn't happened get the final orders and hit the great iron it's go time if you're just tuning in 101.7 we're on it I'm Mike Epley, along with Matt Rogers on the call at Summit in Houston. First round of the 6A playoffs. Can't believe how fast it goes, Epley. We're already here. Showtime. I love it. And it is, you know, looking at the sideline for the Houston Mustangs, they do have some big boys. And by big, I mean, I'm talking 330, 340. Now, we're not talking, you know, Hulk Hogan 330, 340, but nonetheless, there's some big boys up there. Siegel back to uh, receive as we got the kicker. Still always the reliable Travis Arrington. And he is a junior, and he's kicking off for the Summit Spartans. Summit on defense will go first, as we mentioned, in the middle, and then uh, Johnny Salone will be on one side, and also Maddox Reed will be on the other. In the middle, Finley Jamison and Jacob Turner. On the outside at linebackers, Keaton Wade and Brady Hendricks. Corners, Noah Feltz and John Dippold, and it's safety, Aiden Bird. And Brady Pierce. So those will be the starters for the Summit Spartans. And we'll see how far this goes. And this is going to be a short kick to Haynes. Haynes dropped it at the 31, picks it up. And the 35-yard line, Matt, that's where Houston will start. Yeah, the short kick still tripped me out, Epley. That's been the story all year. I don't know if he doesn't have the leg or if that's designed or whatever. But uh, we've given the opposing team the ball 
quite a bit past the 30-yard line. In a lot of situations, the 40 and 45-yard line. Again, it hasn't really mattered, but still, that kind of trips me out again, those short kicks. So here we go. The It will be a quarterback will get one of the two in, and it's going to be the lefty. Chandler Day out to the outside and a pickup of about eight yards to the 43-yard line, and that will be complete to Tim Tony. Yeah, and you can see, uh, you know, Day and Tony. What what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to get their athletes the ball in open space. So I'm anticipating a lot of quick screens, a lot of bubble screens, and they're going to say, "Hey, Summit, we're going to make your guys tackle our guys." I don't think they're going to go to the ground and pound too much because they know that Summit has an answer for that. They're going to try to get their athletes the ball in space of course that time they threw away from keaton wade and i probably think we're going to see more of that today and it will be the shotgun formation single back they're going to hand to siegel and Stiegel will go to about the 49-yard line. That is a gain of four. Yeah, he just, you know, right off that left tackle. And that was right towards Keaton Wade, who was right there in on the tackle. So uh, they don't seem too excited on that. You know, it's almost like they expected that first down. It's uh, But Summit's kind of M.O. Is, is letting people, you know, do their thing early and they make the adjustments and go, right? At the 49-yard line, it will be Houston with the first down. A big, big line, as you mentioned. Needham is about six foot six, three hundred and twenty pounds. He is ginormous. On the right side, and he's against Keaton Wade. Ten thirty-eight, first quarter. The lefty flings it out again. The same pass that they threw on first down. They'll go back to it on first down. It's complete, and it will be Tony again for about seven yards. Yeah, it's the same thing. They got nine yards on the first play, uh, and then seven yards right there. Uh, Summit's really going to have to run some press coverage, and then, of course, if they do that, they're taking away the short stuff, but then they become a little vulnerable to get beat up top. So it's going to be interesting to see how Taylor makes these adjustments. This is what Summit's been accustomed to all year, giving up the first drive and then really focusing in on the second, third, and fourth for adjustments. So we'll see how this one's made. Second down and three on the 44-yard line. It will be Day at quarterback. He's going to hand off, and Wade missed the tackle. Another missed tackle. Another missed tackle. And finally saved by Dominic Hollis in the secondary. A nice run. Yeah, Taylor had the right defense in there right there. And like you said, wait on the uh, on the missed tackle. That's something very uncharacteristic for him. We don't see that too often. The other thing that strikes me about Houston right now is they're doing what I've been screaming other teams to do to help themselves the whole year. They are taking their time, Epley. You could see they're letting the play clock just drain right down to about five seconds. They're still looking to the sidelines. They haven't even called a play yet. So they're not huddling, but they're getting their play on the line. They're waiting, and they're snapping the ball with about two or, two or three seconds on the, on the play clock. Three wide receivers. Houston on the 36. Going to flip it out again, and this one's pursued better and Noah Phelps makes the initial tackle and that will be a gain of about mm, give it three yeah that's the perfect defense right there like we talked about they brought those corners up they brought them safeties up a little bit so they're able to stop that bubble screen now you're opening yourself up to a fake bubble screen deep ball so don't be surprised if Houston tries that a little fake bubble screen a little fake hitch and then they try to take them up top because when you sneak those safeties up and those corners up again you open yourself up to get beat up top and that's the real test that's going to be for Phelps and for Hollis. 
great atmosphere here at Summit. Kurt Taylor puts in the call, and they're going to give it to the tailback Siegel, and he's going to run up in traffic, tackled by a slew of Summit Spartans at the 32, gain of two. Yeah, not much going up there for that power run right up the middle. It's going to bring up, what, like third and seven, maybe third and six. So it's going to be interesting here to see what Houston does. Typically, you want to do like a tight end pop pass over the middle, but they don't have the personnel for that uh, unless they try to hit Will Stiegel right over the middle. But um, other than that, all we have seen are these quick bubble screens. So maybe this is the chance they fake it and go up top. And we'll see. 7.44, first quarter, 0-0, zero zero, third down and six on the 32. Bad snap, pursuit, and yes, sir, got him in the background. A nice play by the Spartans, and I believe it was Borden who they just stuck in there. Yeah, he he come in and make the play, man. How about that? Big Tylen Borden coming down, almost like it looked like Jeffrey Simmons against the Buffalo Bills on that Monday night football game. He pinched that A-gap, and man, what a great play for that kid, and it couldn't come at a better time. Well done, Borden. That was awesome. Loss of four on the play. Now it's fourth and ten, and this is where you kind of look at yourself and figure out, okay, if we miss it, we give Wade the ball on the 36. And another thing about this, long and hard. And so long, we're going to take a timeout. (laughs) 6.53 left in the first quarter, fourth and ten for Houston on the 36th Summit when we return. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Welcome back in, 653, 101.7, fourth and 10 on the 36. They're going to throw it and it's incomplete. It's incomplete for Houston. So they will turn it over on downs, and the coverage was Finley Jamison across the middle on Tim Tony. Yeah, again, great coverage by Jamison, and of course, Feltz had his guy locked up uh, on the outside, too. And again, this is what I was telling before, I can't poke holes in this Summit defense. It was fantastic rush, fantastic coverage, and just an all-around great adjustment and a great job by that Summit defense. And now, it's time for the excitement. And the excitement starts with number one. The quarterback, a four-year starter, going to Kentucky. Six foot five, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Destin Wade in the shotgun on first and ten, zero to zero. He's going to hand the King. King kind of tiptoes and loses one yard. As we get King is going to be the starter as the running back across the line. Matt Mullen, Jake. Uh, Jack Bauer, Tyler Garber, Cooper Cook, and Mason Richardson. 
Yeah, and, and I mean, like, like you said, that hurts with Dippold being down on defense. you got to pull Hollis over there. So, you know, he doesn't want to run him two ways. And then, of course, you would put in Austin Gruders, but he's out. So it looks like King's going to be the lone A-back. Second and 11. Wade will hand off to King. King's going to go backwards another yard as King has lost two yards and two carries. Tight ends, Tanner Shake, Brady Pierce will be at receiver. Also, Austin Harvey on the other side. Yeah, and you can hear this Summit crowd. They are not happy with him going back to the well and giving it to King on that one. They came to see Wade. So uh, it's... uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he does here. I'm assuming he's going to do his RPO, his run-pass option. That's normally when Wade kind of rolls out, sees if he has a man. If he doesn't, he'll take off running. So uh, that's what I'm predicting here, a little trips action and then RPO. Three wide receivers trips as Salone comes in. Sam Salone on the other side is Harvey by himself. Wade's going to throw a complete first down. And a big catch into traffic, Mr. Brady Pierce. They needed 12 and got 13. This is why I love Destin Wade and why he doesn't get the credit as a passer that he should because he doesn't need to pass too much in this offense. But when he does, more often than not, and this offensive line gives him time, he throws darts, man. That was a beautiful pass. There was not too much separation on that quick slant between Pierce and his defender, and Destin darted that thing in there. That was a great pass. 5-13 first quarter. First round of the playoffs, 6A football. As we are live at Summit, the visiting team, Houston from Germantown. And they're going to hand, nope. Yes, they are. King's going to keep it. King's going to spin. I like to say this one time a night. He hit the circle button on the PlayStation and went for 11. I got to give props to Cooper Cook and Mason Richardson on that one. Huge down blocks. And I'm not just talking about pancakes. I'm talking about these guys drove them back about three or four yards before RIP in them and put them in the ground. And that's what this offensive line is all about. They're tough, they're gritty, and they're freaking strong. And right there, they blew those guys off the ball. That was awesome. Fourth. 33 as the Summit offensive line opposing its will. And Wade's going to keep it. Wade's in open field. Wade's chucking down the middle. We got a late flag. Destin Wade carries the defender into the end zone. So we'll see on the flag. If not, it's a 42-yard touchdown. (laughs) That was awesome. Literally the defender right at the end. That was number two, Ben Stiegel. Literally jumped on Destin Wade's back and corralled him down like you would a rodeo bull. It was after he scored. But unfortunately, it looks like this one's coming back. So Wade had the um, the read. He kept the ball and just went straight up the seam. And we got holding. And this has literally happened 20 yards downfield after Wade broke free. Don't understand why you hold when Wade's got the football. And they're going to bring this back. We'll see where the spot of the hold is going to be. Yeah, that's a good that's a. Yeah, that's a great point on, on your part. It's, uh, I don't know who the hold was on, but for you young listeners out there and, you know, for you listening, there's no need to bl- even block when you're – your guy is 15, 20 yards past your play. It's, you know, in a lot of ways, it's just, it's dumb, it's selfish, but, you know, I know kids get excited in this point of the game, but uh, totally unnecessary call. Four minutes left in the first quarter. Summit's first drive is now in the 30. Wade got 12 yards after the penalty on the run. Would have been a touchdown. Called back. 
Wade's going to look to throw. He looks left. He's patiently waiting. He's going to put one up to Brady Pierce. 101, and it is intercepted as Pierce was outplayed with the football by Stigel. Yeah, we got a flag on the play. Yeah, that was definitely P.I. I I think he was holding on to him. And I do want to highlight again the offensive line. Holy smokes. Just a nice, comfortable pocket for Wade. Mason Richardson and Cooper Cook are having a field day with these guys. That is great. We'll see the flag on the play right now. It's an interception for Houston in the left corner. So pass interference signaled against Houston. Wade will stay out. The penalty will give, or actually Summit will keep the football, and it moves into the red zone for the first time on the 15. The interesting thing for me, Epley, i got to be honest with you, on both of these pass plays, our receivers were covered. So these these defensive backs are not doing a bad job covering our our receivers. So we'll see as Wade now in the shotgun brings Pierce behind him. you got a lead blocker for Pierce. Pierce will run, almost falls down at the 17, gets to the 15, and oh, no, not another flag. Wow, that's three in a row, isn't it? And that was a late flag, so I don't know if that's a hold or what. Yeah, it is. And it will be a hold against Summit. And a face mask against Houston. So let's redo the entire play. Now this is when you start to think, I don't know if it's really getting that dirty in there or if these referees are a little uh, flag happy. But three flags in a row, I don't know, man. This is uh, interesting, to say the least. When you get to the playoffs, weird things might happen. So right now we're going to reset the entire play. 324 left in the first quarter. Summit zero, Houston zero. As Destin Wade, a Mr. Football candidate at quarterback, King will be off the left hip. Two receivers to the left. You got a wing back on the right coming across, and it will be a handoff to, I believe, Salone. Salone moves his way to the 13, a gain of two. Yeah, it's good to see Sam Sloan, man. He has just really worked his way up the ranks this year as a sophomore. You know, started out as a JV All-Star at the beginning of the year. Saw an opportunity when uh, Shake went down at tight end. He started working his way in midseason. And now here we are, first round of the playoffs. And, you know, he's rotating in with the starters as a sophomore. He's doing a really, really good job. They're letting him run. They're letting him catch. They're letting him block. Good on Sam Sloan. Second and eight. From the 13, 13 will get it. That's Brady Pierce on a sweep, and Pierce slips down again, trying to cut back inside. He would gain about four, so it's going to be third down and a long three. Yeah, this Houston defense is a little bit stingier than I probably gave him credit for at the beginning of the game. I mean, here we are with only two minutes left in the first quarter, 0-0 score. Of course, this is the first drive, but we're not seeing these big breakaway plays, and uh uh-oh, it looks like... He wants to bring in number seven now. He this is this is when Coleman gets a little frustrated when you know he brings in Keaton Wade on offense. He's like, "All right, that's enough. I'm bringing in the brother." So the dynamite comes in with his brother, and Keaton will be off the right hip. Third down and four from the ten. Watch out if you're the Houston defense. We don't see this a lot, and here comes Keaton Wade. Dodges one, two, breaks three tackles. Well, gets one yard. 
needed four and only got one, and Keaton's almost slipped down. Yeah, the receivers have to do a better job at blocking their guys up front, and uh, you know when it's a run play, I think you know. And, and this would be my concern going when we see these better teams is you kind of just think, oh well, you know, Keaton's in, Destin's in, we're going to be all right. You still got to do your job. I mean, he was met by two guys in the backfield, and it was not the offensive line. It's those receivers. You got to do a better job of blocking because now here we are, fourth and five. Fourth and a, a long three from the nine. Wade is going to run a power draw behind Keaton. Keaton's going to hold the corner, and he does. Wade will score. Wade tiptoes across the right pylon, giving six from nine yards. Yeah, and that's a huge momentum killer for Houston right there. It was just your basic quarterback counter with Big Brother leading the block on the right-hand side. You got Mason Richardson sealing that edge with a reach block, and then Keaton Wade leading the way for his brother Destin Wade. And finally, from last uh, week, he didn't have any, but now Destin Wade gets the touchdown. And Ryan Crane, the senior, will be on for the extra point specialist for Summit. 56 seconds left in the first quarter. The snap is good. The kick's got enough distance, and it is in. 7-0 to is the score. We'll be back after these messages. Summit leads Houston. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. At Murray Regional Medical Center, we know being at home is always your first choice. Our home services team helps you as you recover at home by providing individualized care, progress monitoring, and reporting to your doctors. Whether you need nursing care, rehabilitation services, home health aids, or disease management, Murray Regional's Home Services offers the care you need. Services are available in Murray, Marshall, Lawrence, Williamson, Lewis, Giles, Wayne, and Hickman counties. For more information, visit murrayregional.com or call 931-490-4600. The Summit Spartans play on WKOM. With Matt Rogers, here's Mike Epley. And they're going to do a little fake and line four people up and try to break it off one way. It's the old kind of fumble-rooski play on the kickoff, and it doesn't work. It goes backwards to the 17-yard line. 47 seconds left in the first quarter. 7-0 to zero is the score. Summit leads. Yeah, I wonder if Coleman and the special teams coaches saw that he on has. film. Uh, we, we, he saw that on film? We oh, talked okay. about it, yep. All right, well then, you know, they were ready for that because uh, they didn't fool anybody on that Summit kickoff team. It was almost like they knew where it was going. That was That was cool that they did a good job on that. So 47 seconds, as we mentioned, Houston now will be on the 17. We'll hand off up the middle. Keaton Wade said, okay, let's go backwards two yards. So Stigo didn't get any. Yeah, you could, you could tell that the uh, that Summit defense has really tightened up now. And, you know, the last four runs, they really haven't had any positive yards here. So they're going to have to go back to the air. We'll see if those quick screens work or if they have something up their sleeve to go downfield. 25 seconds left as waiting on 
they'll, the pro- they'll probably let the cl- the clock go out. You know, they yeah. they want to slow this down as much as possible. Well, you got to think both teams only one drive yep. in the first quarter. And that's good on Houston. That's been my biggest gripe about teams that play Summit the entire year. It's why do they want to go in a sprint match with the fastest rabbit in the middle of Tennessee? Well, let's go to commercial. There you go. Sounds good. Into one, seven, Summit, zero, Houston. We'll be back. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. The Summit Spartans play on WKOM. With Matt Rogers, here's Mike Epley. Welcome back in the start of the second quarter. Seven for Summit, zero for Houston. We'll see what the second quarter entails as they continue to stand. Uh, stay with Chandler Day at quarterback. We thought we'd see Tony run the ball a little bit. Maybe he will. Right now he's been the target, the lone target on the outside. Second and 10 after a great play from Keaton Wade. And they're gonna run it up the middle and that goes backwards again a yard. And on the bottom, you would say Brady Hendricks probably made the initial hit and now it's third down and 10. Yeah, this offense really wants to try to run the ball and it is not working out for them very well. It's uh, They must have seen something on film or see something right now that they like, but uh, they're wrong about it because uh, that's about five in a row, and uh, they've gotten one yard. So they're going to have to go to the air if they're going to stay in this game. Yeah, they're going to give Siegel one yard, and now Houston needs the first down. If not, you bring back on the (laughs) roadrunner. Meep, meep. Watch out. He's going to be like, maybe call him a thoroughbred, really. Uh, if you saw him, if you've ever seen Destin Wade in person, you would know it. I can promise you that. Trips to the left, one to the right. He's going to go back single coverage. It's covered by Phelps. Phelps, what a great coverage. He looked back at the ball the entire way. The pass was incomplete from day fourth down. Yeah, I'm glad to see Phelps just with great coverage right there. Right at the last second, he backed off the ball a little bit. Smart play right there because that's what a good cornerback does is know where you're at in the game. And they needed nine yards. No need to play press or bump and run defense. Back up a little bit. Give yourself some uh, some space against these fast guys. And he was in perfect position. And Houston's lucky that wasn't picked. So the ball will be at the 19-yard line and back deep for Summit at the 45 is Brady Pierce. Watch out. And this goes about 10 feet in the air, and it's going to land, actually get a fortunate roll to the 48 of Summit. 
Whoa, that was a wild one. Yeah, that's what I tell my son. Practice punting. High school football is in need of some serious good punters. That was about as ugly as they get. But good for the Spartans, huh? So now the Spartans, Matt, take over, leading 7-0 to on the 48-yard line. I know that uh, Destin wants to get one in the air. He's, you know, he's only thrown a couple, two passes, and one was the P.I., but uh, he wants it. He wants to air one out in the playoffs. And Dominic Collis now at running back with Destin Wade. Yeah, and that's good because, you know, he only played three plays on defense on that last series. He's probably not tired at all, so this is a good time to get him in at running back. Feed the baby. 10-45, second quarter. Shovel pass into King. King goes up vertically. King spins his way up into the secondary, gains eight yards to the 44 of Houston. That was a really cool play, and the first time that I've seen Summit do that the entire year. You have Dominic Hollis uh, sprinting out to the left, and you fake that pitch to him, and then you just dish it right inside to King. You know, the the Kansas City Chiefs do that a lot with uh, Travis Kelsey, and uh, maybe he took a play out of Andy Reid's book on that one. 10-15 10-15 left until halftime. 7-0, only the second possession for Summit. The first possession for Houston took a long time. This, the first drive for Summit took a long time. Now we are at the 44 of Houston. Wade's going to throw it. Brady Pierce slipped down. He couldn't get it to him. Wade's going to have to avoid pressure. He avoids one. Oh, he's met. Tattooed, really, by crew in a loss of three. Credit the sack there to that man. Yeah, you can tell Destin Wade was looking upfield the entire time, so he didn't really see crew coming at him. He, he had his, his eyes upfield, so a little pop surprise right there on the tackle, but he seems to be okay. He lost his uh, little hand warmer there and throwing it, but he did take a nice little pop in the chest neck area. I hope he's all right. So it's third and five. The question is, will number seven, Keaton Wade, come on the field? No. They're going to roll with Dominic Hollis. So Hollis is out at running back, trips to the left, single to shake at the bottom. Don't think they won't go to the tight end who's flanked out to the right. 9-12 left to halftime. Wade rolls left. Wade looks left. Wade comes back right. Wade's got some room. Wade cuts it up, slips down, and the ball is out. And they're going to say it's a fumble because the whistle has not blown. And I'm surprised because Wade hit the ground with the ball. Shake comes up with the ball and he goes, man, here I have it. And he's probably got a first down. Yeah, you know, that was a first down run. And, and that was not a fumble. Like, he, he was down. And we got very fortunate that uh, Shake came up with the football because that should have been called down. But... Uh, Either way, the the football gods were shining upon Summit that time because uh, the referees sure weren't. We've broadcasted this these at this field a lot. This is the first time I've seen Wade slip twice and Pierce slip twice. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Epley. I mean, maybe I didn't walk the field before the game, but it's obviously a little bit slippier than normal. I mean, and this is the coldest we've had all year, isn't it? Yes, 50 yeah. degrees. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you probably had frost this morning, and, I mean, I don't know, but it's it's definitely slippery, and you can see the cleat marks right there over the 50, uh, the numbers. At the 42, first and 10, Hollis. Hollis squeezes his way. Hollis shoots it. He's up into the secondary and down to the 24-yard line. 18-yard scamper by the middleman. Feed the baby, man. They weren't ready for that one on defense. I love the way he runs. He's the quickest. He's the most elusive running back on the field, definitely for the Summit Spartans. He hit that juke button. 
a couple times. I love watching Dominic Hollis run. And here's the best news. He's only a sophomore. Summit has him all the way up until 2023, and that is a good thing for the future of this football program. He was slap hands with uh, Brandon King, and King will come in now as the running back on the 24 of Houston. 7.55 left until halftime. Summit leads by touchdown. Brady Pierce passes behind him. Incomplete as he tries to hit him on a slant route. Great read by Destin Wade on that one. The defensive line shifted all the way to the left side and that backer cleared up on the right hand side so that left Brady Pierce wide open over the middle when that blitz was coming and that was just a great read by Wade but unfortunately Pierce could not come down with that ball which is odd. We don't see him drop too often. Shake will go out right. Harvey will go out left. Pierce will go in the slot. 7.51. Second down and 10 on the 24. Summit driving. Second possession. 6A. First round. Playoff game. Wade going to move left. He's looking to throw it. He keeps his eyes up. Now he's going to tuck him down. We got a flag, but here comes Wade. Wade is going to move his way. Wade keeps going. Wade just dives down at about the 13, and we got another flag. So this could go against Houston. You would think the first one's holding on Summit. I haven't seen as many holding calls on Summit all year. Brandon King is motioning towards uh, Houston as if it's there. Their penalty. Um, we'll we'll wait and see. But uh, you and I haven't seen this flags this many flags this year. So, and it's only the second quarter. And we wait seven thirty six. Two flags on the field. Face mask. Wow. Decline. So they're going to call the holding penalty against Summit, and the other one was a face mask declined against Summit. So here we go. We're going backwards. Here's the interesting thing, Epley. I mean, we've watched you know Summit now for you know this is the 11th game. Uh, they don't hold this much, and against this team, they don't need to. So it's it's really interesting. And, you know, every referee is different. They make different calls and. Tonight's different because this is the most holding calls we've seen on the Summit Spartans in 10 games, and yet we got three by the second quarter. This is different. So a huge penalty against the Spartans. Now it's second down and 26 on the 41 of Houston. So you need to get this in chunks if your Summit option throws it out to Brandon King. Brandon King only gets three of 26. Yeah, if they're going to run that play, I'd like to see them run that play with Hollis. You know, King just doesn't have the jukes or the speed burst that, that a Dominic Hollis does, and they're playing a really fast defense here. So now that play, I mean, you got two, three yards at the, at the best. Now they're finding themselves in, a, in third and a mile, so you got to figure Wade's going to either run the RPO or just go straight to the air. I would figure out the coverages and go to it as you're going to have trips to the right. They're on the left hash going towards the scoreboard if you're familiar with the stadium. Wade in the pistol. What will he do? He needs 23, and he's going all the way for it. He's going to Pierce, and it's right off the fingertips in the end zone. So now, since they went for it all on third down, it's fourth and 23. Yeah, Pierce had a step on him and unfortunately just couldn't get there in time. He was a little bit overthrown by Wade, had a step. That would have been a big momentum booster. And wow, this is something we don't see too often. Summit's going to punt. 
You're in no man's land. You're on the 39. You miss it. Depending on how much, how many yards you get, you might give great field position to Houston. So Brady Pierce is going to come in and punt it to Stegall back at the 10 with 6.20 left until halftime. Pierce has done very well punting when he had to. Oh, this is a really high punt. And it's going to go, oh, into the end zone by two yards. Yeah, you know, Pierce, he's got such a gift. He's just, he's an all-around athlete. You can put him on defense. You can put him on offense. You can put him as your punter. And when he punts, he's kind of like the high school version of uh, Brett Kern. He's a really, really good punter. He's got a bright future in football. I love that kid. So Summit gets the ball on the 48. Nothing to show for it. Score from the 36. On their first possession. Yeah, you could tell. I mean, Coleman doesn't like this. The audience doesn't like this. It's unfamiliar territory. I think regardless of what happens here with Houston, whether they score or don't score, I think we're going to see Keaton Wade back on offense very, very quickly. And we'll see as handed off to oh, the right wow. side and got, a, got some room, some big room down the sidelines. And I believe it's number 28, Ramon. And he goes all the way to the 29 of Summit. So, wow. You're looking at the sideline of Houston that's going crazy. They got momentum. Now they have belief. Not only can we be in this game, we might be able to take this game and shock the world. And you can hear a pin drop on this Summit sideline, which is very, very different than we've experienced this whole year. Now all of a sudden they've crossed the 50. They're on the 29-yard line, knocking on Summit's door. Holy smokes, Eppley, we might have a football game here. Well, we've seen this story about... A lot this year. When it gets to the second half, Summit comes alive. But here we go up the wow. middle and right into the seam he goes, and that's number thirty. He goes Sosa, and Sissa will score. <laughs> I mean, that's two plays, eighty yards. Two run plays, eighty yards. Sissa, there was no one on the field that can catch that guy. I mean, he was flying, and. Uh, Again, all of a sudden, we got a football game here. These guys have speed, and they showed it right there. And now, I mean, like regardless, you got to see Keaton Wade on offense. I mean, I, I would be shocked if Coleman doesn't put him in. 5.45 left in the first quarter, and the kick is good. We'll take a commercial break. 7-7 seven to seven is the score. We're all tied in the first round of 6A football. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5900. That's 931-398-5977. Hey folks, it's Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Clinic. Folks, we are open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. We provide pediatric care, primary care, and even urgent care if you need to get in during those hours. Our provider there is Kelly Kelly. She does DOT exams as well as well woman exams, and she does our pediatric well child physicals. So, folks, if you're looking for the right care and a provider that's not going anywhere, come see us at the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Office. 
Welcome back in. 5.45 left until halftime. 7-7 seven to seven is the score. Onside kick. Onside kick, and it's recovered by Summit. Whoa. Well, they wanted the ball right back. And They're Noah pulling out all the stops. Noah Phelps said not so fast. They are pulling out all the stops, and uh, this is big to see how Summit responds. And Keaton is not going to come out with the starting offense. They're going to stay with. Uh, they're going to stay with Hollis. Well, they're going back to Hollis. Let's be. They used King on the mostly on the last yeah. possession, besides one big play by Hollis, and he went out. So now they're going to go to Hollis on the forty-seven of Summit. So an onside kick, unsuccessful for Houston. 7-7 to seven the score. Summit's third possession. Hollis gets up into the secondary, and he's running hard. You've got to give it to him, seven yards. He's running hard, and he adds just such a good dynamic, a different dynamic to this offense. He's quick, he's shifty, he runs hard. I'll tell you this, the surprising thing is that Houston thinks that number five Max Stiegel can guard man on Brady Pierce and if I am coach Coleman I'm going to take shots on that to see how good this corner is because if he thinks he can guard my best receiver I'm at least going to give him a shot at it second down and three from the 46 of Houston summit just cross midfield and will hand to Hollis Hollis goes out to the left side upended close to the first down marker. Yeah, read zone right there. Wade gave it to Hollis. Hollis went right up the middle. Nothing there. He cuts it back outside. I thought he had the first down, but the referees are going to spot it a little bit short. Unfortunately for Hollis, he was a little bit short of that first down, but again, way to turn something into nothing by Dominic Hollis. And it all stopped last possession with the holding call. Yep. Wade was on the 10-yard line. And they pulled it all the way back. So it's third and about a half yard on the 44. Keaton Wade will come in. 417. Summit will get the ball in the second half. So this would be huge to turn two and one. And oh, we got wow. a whistle. And I believe that's going to go on offense for sure. False start. It's a delay a game. So they did not get the playoff. So now it's third and five and a half yards. Well, I can tell you right now, this is four down territory for uh, for Coleman. You know, especially with both Wades in there right now, he's probably going to do a read zone with Keaton. And uh, even if he doesn't get the first down, I presume that Coleman will go for it. <sighs> On the forty nine, I'm just not sure. Three fifty seven. We'll see the yardage. If Summit has to go for it. And Wade's going to run it to the left. Blocked by Keaton. Wade keeps churning and gets the first down. He needed five. He got seven. He needed five. He got seven. And again, I'm going to criticize these receivers for blocking, man. Destin Wade is getting met in the backfield. And he's having to elude tackles. These guys are going to have to block better, especially if they're going to continue to move forward in these playoffs. You can't just rely on five guys blocking. There's 11 guys on defense, and those DBs are getting in the backfield. Not good. we got to get better at that. Everyone in for Summit on the 42. First and 10. 7-7. Keaton, nope. Wade, Destin Wade keeps it. He goes to the outside, breaks 1-2. 
and dives down with a blistering run about to the 36-yard line, six-yard run for Wade. Yeah, it was just that read option to the right-hand side. He almost gave it to his brother Keaton, but he pulled it out at the last second, and then he used Keaton as a lead blocker off that right edge and, like you said, got a gain of about seven. But the interesting thing is, with the exception of that holding call, we're not seeing these big Wade breakaways like we've seen all season. This is uh, this is stingy defense. I, you know, I, I got to give him a little bit more credit than I did in the beginning. And I'm going to go back to this too. Wade's footing is just yeah. not right. It's just not. It's the Summit Spartans are having trouble cutting. Second and three, and now Keaton Wade will run it. Keaton Wade breaks one tackle, two, and he's off to the races. Keaton Wade does for the power line. Touchdown for Wow! He carried that guy seven yards on his back. Unbelievable. Keaton Wade has the strength of Samson. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this. The kid literally jumped on his back, and it's not a small kid. I mean, at 190 bare minimum, and he carried him seven yards and truckled all the way down for a touchdown. That was a freaking awesome run by Keaton Wade. All I got to say is, whoa. Jeez. I mean, he put his head down, and he was going to run all the way to Murray County. Squats, anybody? I wonder what I wonder what Keaton Wayne's squat is, because that was impressive. It's a lot, because we were in the gym with him during basketball season. 2.45, left until halftime, we'll stay here. 14-7, so you said Summit needs to answer, and they did. Yeah, they really did. Get Keaton Wade in the game. It's, it's a different game. I mean, I told you, man, Coleman don't like this, and uh, he's going to type in that cheat code and bring in the uh, the bring in the brother because I mean it's it's literally unstoppable with those two guys in there. Well, think I mean, about it just this, is. Matt, uh, Summit would have scored on their second possession most likely, right? Without that holding penalty of twenty something. I mean, back for some right back. And, and, you know, in Coleman's defense, he really does a good job of, of letting other guys get the ball and get in there. Because if, if he wanted to, he could run Keaton and Destin the entire time. But he does it, you know, threefold. One, to keep Keaton off the field, keep him fresh. Two, to give his guys another opportunity. Uh, and, and three, just, just overall, he wants to share the wealth, so to speak, with all of his other players and, and get them ready for, you know, when they need him. God forbid if anything happened. 14-7, the kick will go up to Stiegel, and he'll come out to about the 32-yard line. I will say this. If my memory serves me correctly, Keaton Wade did not play the first three rounds last year and came in at Henry County. Yeah, that is right. That's absolutely right. He had that foot injury, and thank God, I mean, he's been 100% all year. And I mean, we haven't even brought it up this year because he's been playing so well and it hasn't even been an issue. But uh, that, that's why it took him so long last year to get in. And when he did, holy smokes, is he a game changer. Well, let's see what Summit just needs to settle down like their first two possessions. Hands it off up the middle. No. And a hard run, and Keaton clotheslined him down. A gain of five, but that one stung. I can tell you that. And number 28 comes up, Mamon. Yeah, well, he's got his helmet off. We, we, haven't, uh, we haven't mentioned Keaton's way too much on defense, and uh, this is not good. A Summit Spartan's down grabbing his ankle pretty bad. And we'll see here. I think it's uh, Taylor Borden. 
Well, we'll take a commercial break. 229 left. We'll be back. 14-7 Summit leads Houston. Round one, 6A playoffs. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L-Series tractor is the number one selling compact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. Powerful Kubota diesel engine, ease of operation, and your choice of a Kubota gear or HST transmission. The durable Kubota L-Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Call or come by Columbia Kubota or Franklin Kubota or visit them online at ColumbiaKubota.com or FranklinKubota.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back in. 101.7 Front Porch Radio TN.com. It is Houston and Summit. A big play on the second and four as nothing's happening. Keaton Wade makes the initial hit on, we say, Sissa. Yeah, they're trying to. Finley Jamison, he even stuck his nose in there on that one, too. That was a great stop. And now here we are, third and a long three here. And um, we haven't seen that quick screen that they run since the first quarter. They really, really want to run this football. You better be careful if you're Houston. Here's why. Well, Davis Saints entering the game. Also, Cooper Cook coming out in the middle. But if you give the ball back to Wade and they get it at halftime, yeah. this is a double whammy. If you better watch out if you're Houston. Third and three from the 39. They're going to run a reverse, but the ball's on the ground. The ball's on the ground, and Summit says they have it. And they do. Summit sniffed that out. Maddox Reed. Maddox Reed. They really jam-packed that middle with the big boys. And Houston ran this really unorthodox, you know, pull. Like There was like four guys pulling, and they ran into each other, and they tried to run a reverse, and it was dirty, and it was just on the ground. And Summit sniffed that out. That was a great job defensively by the Spartans. Matt, 127 now. Summit's got the ball on the 31-yard line. Yes, and then this is where Summit uh, expected to be. Somewhere around you know, two or three touchdowns up at halftime, sniffing that running clock in the third quarter, and now they're in the position to do that. Here we go. Wade, oh, well, he's going to throw it. Wade looks. He's got all day. Wade's pressured. He gets, oh, he gets, oh my somehow God. stays up, and he's still running down to the 15. He got knocked sideways oh my God. and stayed up. It's so fun and incredible to watch him. I wish the, the the listeners could see what we just saw. It's like you just knew, you know, me growing up, you just knew when Barry Sanders held the ball, something special was going to happen. And that's what happens every time you see Dustin Wade with that pigskin in his hand. That was awesome. Keaton Wade now in the ball game at running back. 59 seconds left on the 15. They're going to say, and Keaton's going to have it. He go. Here comes Keaton, and the ball's on the ground. Uh-oh. Keaton fumbled it, and who's got it? The ball, the helmet were hit, and Keaton Wade has fumbled it back to Houston on the five-yard line as he was going in to score. He was literally walking in to score, and kudos to that defender. Literally put his helmet in the right spot, and that is just something you do not see Keaton Wade ever do. Fumble on the five-yard line. 
Uh, that is a tough break for the Summit Spartans. And now, all of a sudden, Houston still has life. I, I don't think you do too much here. I'm if, with you. If you're Houston, uh, you dodged a bullet by trying the double reverse where your men collided. Yep. But you got lucky here. So uh, both turnovers, or should I say Houston turned it over, so did Summit. 47 seconds, running it up the middle and down to about the nine-yard line would be Mamon. Yeah, I'm with you, Epley. If I'm Houston, I'm not trying to do anything special here. It is a gift to go into this locker room at halftime, 14-7, to and again, Kudos to Houston. With the exception of making that fumble play, they've made this a football game. They've slowed the game down, and they've allowed themselves to have a shot. If you give yourself a shot, you never know when something like a Keaton Wade fumble on the five-yard line is going to show up. I mean, it's the game of football. Anything can happen, and Houston looks like they're just going to juice the clock and go down by seven at half, which is something no one's done, right? Maybe Brentwood? Yeah, Brentwood uh, was close at halftime. We'd have to research that. But we are at the end of the second quarter and at halftime. 14-7 is the score. Summit in the lead as we got two quarters left to see who's going to the second round. We'll take a commercial break and we'll be back here. 101.7 FM. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. 
Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. AMC Roofing. Leaking roof? Missing shingles? AMC Roofing has you covered. Locally owned and operated. We specialize in residential roof repairs and roof maintenance. We are equipped to repair any type of residential roofing systems. And we also handle siding repairs. AMC Roofing can pinpoint leaks and have them fixed guaranteed. There is no job too small. But when you're ready, we also provide full roof replacements. Call or text today for a free estimate. AMC Roofing. Your local roof repair specialist. Call Andrew Costa today, 931-626-0492. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back in. We're at halftime. Mike Epler here, alongside Matt Rogers. Well, score might not be what people thought it would be. Houston thought different. Summit leads Houston 14-7. We're at halftime in a a really fast-paced first half. We haven't even clocked eight yet here in Williamson County. It's below 50. Here's the storylines. We'll bring Matt Rogers back in soon, but I'll give you the storyline here and the the scoring summaries here. The storyline for me... I'm going to say it's the field. The field, for some reason, both teams, but I see a lot of Destin Wade and Brady Pierce not being able to cut. And Hollis is running a little bit, we'll just say, more effective at his style of running. But Wade and Pierce are having trouble cutting, but that's not the issue. Uh, Defense has played fairly well. I will say for the scoring, uh, after the first possession, Houston drove it down the field, went for it on fourth down, not in the red zone, turned the ball over. 64 yards later, we got a touchdown. Destin Wade runs it in, 7-0 Summit. Two punts, one from Houston, one from Summit. 
Then you have a run. Persissa, uh, 30 yards, ties the game 7-7. I will tell you this, two-play scoring drive. Two runs, boom, boom, they're in. Then as the next possession for Summit, their third possession, Keaton Wade will score from 35 yards, 14-7. Houston gets the ball back, prob- uh, about five minutes left before halftime, and Bertrand's run this triple or double reverse in the backfield. Everyone collides, the ball hits the ground. Maddox Reed comes up with the fumble, and Summit gets the ball back. Wade runs it for 18 yards and then hands it to his brother. His brother's going in to score. Guy comes in from the right side with the helmet, hits hits the ball. The ball drops at the five-yard line, and Houston dodges a bullet. If you're Summit, I'll let Matt analyze this, but I can tell you this by watching the game. The defense has given up one touchdown in five possessions, okay, for Summit. One in five. You'd probably take it. Four possessions for Summit, two touchdowns. Could have scored on three. You got a fluke helmet coming in on Keaton Wade. Then you got a holding penalty for 30 yards. If your Summit's offense, you're really moving it. Unfortunately, the score is, is not indicative of that. But, Matt, we'll toss it over to you. Yeah, I mean, the way you set that up is, is absolutely right and absolutely perfect. When I, when I read these stats, they're kind of a little bit closer than the game appears, to be honest with you. Houston has 114 yards on total offense to Summit's 175. That seems close, but the truth is Houston had one drive where they broke two big run plays for 80 yards. So, I mean, you know, they, they have ran 17 plays, and only two of them have actually really been good plays. So, again, the stats are a little bit closer, uh, you know, completion-wise. Three for five on Houston, two for four on Summit. This is not much of a passing game. And then, of course, rushing yards. Houston's got 96 to Summit's 154. The leading rushers for Summit, of course, are the Wade brothers. Destin, seven of 66 for a touchdown. Keaton is three of 43 with a touchdown. Dominic Hollis, he looks fantastic. He's gotten three touches for 27 yards. He's averaging nine yards a carry. But again, he's playing on defense, and Coleman doesn't want to, he doesn't like doing two ways too much. But when he finds himself in dogfights like this in a, in a close game, he's going to use the guys to pull out this victory. So what, what I would suspect going into the second half, you know, it, Summit's not really having a hard time, per se, moving the ball. It's a little bit more stingier than we've seen in the past. Uh, they're having to work a little bit more. You know, Houston's got a good defense. They're doing a really good job, and kudos to them. I mean, only being down 14-7 at halftime. Again, the only time we've really seen this, maybe, is against Brentwood. Um, you don't really get the sense that Houston can pull out this game. But again, if they keep it close, Epley, it's football. Anything can happen. So I think this opening drive for Summit is a really, really big momentum factor for this. If they come out and score, now you're kind of like, okay, we're back to where we, we should be. But for some reason, if they don't score and they turn the ball back over to Houston and Houston scores, now all of a sudden you're in a football game that no one really thought you should be in, and, and definitely Coleman and the Spartans didn't think they should be in. I'm perplexed, and I, you missed me talking about this at, right when I came back on the air at halftime. The field. The field shoot up, and I know I just never seen it like this. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I mean, you brought that point up, and it's a good point because we're looking at it right now, and there's so many divots. So 
Something's going on with the field that is slowing. I mean, slowing the waves down a little bit, per se, in terms of their cuts and jukes. I mean, you said Destin slipped twice. Keaton Wade fumbles. Like, we're just we're seeing some things that are not customary to the Wades and to the Spartans. I can tell you this, man. These, uh, these fans, these Summit fans, are not happy with the referees. They are screaming at halftime. We've seen more penalties in the first half against Summit than arguably we've seen the entire year. I mean, Summit's one of those teams that gets one or two maybe penalties a game. Very disciplined, very good, and these refs are seeing something that, you know, these 10 other referees for the past 10 weeks haven't seen. True, and that's one of the reasons why Summit would only be up seven points at halftime. So now, moving forward, if you're Coleman, what do you want to see your team do coming out of halftime? You know, I'm going to tell them to play more disciplined football, which is strange to say for Summit because they have been so disciplined, but cut the stupid penalties out. I mean, regardless, whether you blame the referees or not, they're seeing something that they don't like. Go back to our technique. You know, block the way we should block. And, you know, finish this football team. I'm getting on my receivers for their blocks or their lack of blocks, should I say. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tighten the ship up because, again, if you take away the penalties for Summit, they're up by two or three scores in the first half. They're doing what they normally do. Yes, Houston is slowing the game down, and they're doing a good job at that. But still, you eliminate the mistakes, Summit's up by two or three touchdowns. It is. I think what helps out, too, is this team has been to the state championship game for the last two years. Yeah. And, I mean, they've been here. This is uh, this is something that they're used to. And, you know, they walk in. Someone walks in with a swag they expect to win, but it's not cocky. They, they know they got to go earn it. They know they got to work for it. And, um, you know, that's that's the advantage of being in the game at a high level for the past two years that Summit has because you have a huge advantage over these teams mentally. So you know what you have in the past game. What we don't know is going to be, uh, I guess the question for you, Matt, would be what running back do you think he would deploy? Uh, we know Keaton Wade at, at spots, but we've also seen Dominic Hollis, also Brandon King. Uh, if I'm Coleman, I don't, I don't mess, I don't mess with King on this one. I go with Wade. I come out with Wade. I set the tempo. It's very, very important for Summit to score right off the bat, and you know, score quickly because Houston wants to slow the game down. Summit wants to get points on the board as fast as possible. I'm saying, forget it. Keaton, get up. You're going. It's us. It's Keaton. It's Destin. And we're running our football game. That's that's what I would do, and that's what I'd expect Coleman to do. This would be 20 degrees colder than any other game you played. Do you think that has any ramification for this? I mean, I know you played in it last year, but that's a full year without being in the cold weather. Sure. I mean, you know, you and I are even dressed different. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we it's, it, the weather is the weather, and you can be as tough as guy as you want. I mean, I played football at the University of Iowa before I went to Washington, and, you know, I was a tough kid. I'd tuck up my jersey and roll up my sleeves, but make no mistake, deep down, I was cold as heck. And, you know, there are some games, you know, against Minnesota, Wisconsin, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? So, uh, yes, these kids are definitely feeling it. And, you know, factor that with the 
the fact that this field's a little bit off. It's making them a little bit slower. Yeah, I think I think the weather definitely has something to do with it, uh, especially when you come out and you know and you're warming up. You're like, ooh, that's a little bit colder than we're used to. We'll take our final commercial break when we come back. The second half will be here on 101.7, 14 for Summit, seven for Houston. This is the first round of the 6A playoffs in Tennessee. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is JP Plant with TriStar Sports Radio. As I travel around southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama covering local and regional sports, sometimes both me and my car need a bit of refueling. Fortunately, there's always a Quick Mart convenience store nearby. Whether it's filling up with a cup of joe or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep, Quick Mart convenience stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quick Mart convenience stores proudly serving Shell gasoline. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. At Murray Regional Medical Center, we know being at home is always your first choice. Our home services team helps you as you recover at home by providing individualized care, progress monitoring, and reporting to your doctors. Whether you need nursing care, rehabilitation services, home health aids, or disease management, Murray Regional's Home Services offers the care you need. Services are available in Murray, Marshall, Lawrence, Williamson, Lewis, Giles, Wayne, and Hickman counties. For more information, visit murrayregional.com or call 931-490-4600. Summit Spartans Football on WKOM is brought to you in part by... 
Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, Ned Rich and CSH Inc., Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. With Matt Rogers, here's Mike Epley. Welcome back in. It's go time. Second half action on 101.7. Also, if you can't listen by the radio dial, go to the computer. FrontPorchRadioTN.com. 14-7, as we mentioned at halftime, could be a little bit closer than the experts thought. But Summit, I don't want to say shot themselves in the foot, but four, only four possessions scored on two. One, a fumble at the five-yard line going in to score. The other one was a holding penalty, literally probably 30 yards. Couldn't convert on it. And we'll see how Summit bounces back as Matt Summit will get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see if Coleman pulls out another secret weapon in Keaton Wade on offense in the second half to start out. I told you earlier before the break, I would. I would do it. I would set the tempo. I'd give myself some cushion in this game because the last thing I want is a Houston Mustang thinking he can actually beat my team, and that's exactly where they're at right now. Of course, I was not in the Houston locker room at halftime, but if I'm that head coach, I'm saying, see, I told you so. You can come into their house, and it's proof that if we can win this, if we don't fumble the ball, we're in this game, and blah, blah, blah. I'm giving them all the momentum they need, and Houston's got it. Does Vecina... The kicker for Houston go on side here. No, do not do that. They've done it once already. Yeah, it's a timing game. Of course, this time, Summit's going to be ready for it, and I I wouldn't do it. I'd be shocked if they did. I'd I'd try to clear that thing out of the end zone as quick as I could. We'll see. 12 minutes, third quarter. Already to the second half. That's what happens when you run the football so much. Then, of course, if they do do onside kick it, and they do get it, then they look like geniuses. <laughs> but a very low probability they would actually recover. I would say so. We, you keep mentioning Brian Coleman. Brian Coleman also is the head coach and the offensive coordinator and the O-line coach. Man of many hats here at Summit. Man of many hats. And he just got engaged on Halloween. Congratulations, Coach Coleman. Engaged on Halloween. Dressed up in the Halloween costume. Throw out that will you marry me sign. Match made in heaven. There you go. Brandon King and Dominic Hollis will be back at the nine. So just keep a listen if there might be an onside kick here. 12 minutes on the clock, 14 to 7 is the score. Summit leads Houston out of Germantown. This is the first round of the playoffs. The winner will play Brentwood and Germantown. Back to the six is King to the 20, 25. 
And down he goes at the 33. Yeah, not a bad return by King there. They did that middle wedge right up the middle down to the 33. And there is Keaton Wade in the huddle. Coleman ain't messing around. He wants to score. Yeah, he says, Keaton, you ready? Mm-hmm. And then the uh, Houston defenders go, oh, not this again. Not this, not this again. Here's the pistol look. This may be the first time we saw Keaton go behind his brother Destin. Start of the second half. Summit up seven. Man in motion, and we Oof. got a whistle as Brady Pierce moves behind Keaton Wade. And I think it's going to be a false start. Dead ball procedure call. It kind of shocks me because this offensive line has been there a long time with a lot of experience. Yeah, they're just doing some really uncharacteristic things here. But uh, if they score here, it won't matter. Big drive. Big drive for the Summit Spartans. Wade will be in the pistol. Will they bring Pierce back? No. They keep Keaton Wade in the backfield, and he'll run it. Breaks one tackle. And nice tackle on Keaton as he gets back to the line of scrimmage, gain of five. Yeah, Ben Stegall on that tackle. He's shot right for the leg. And you got a couple of the Stegall brothers. I'm assuming they're brothers. You got Ben Stegall, number two, Max uh, Stegall, number five. And uh, we've been calling their names a lot. They're, they look like some of the better players on this team. And that was a great tackle right there. And an, we believe another on? penalty against Summit. Oh, this crowd's going and crazy. Listen to that. Block, illegal block in the back on Summit. So here, here's here's the strange thing. I, I don't see Coleman going crazy, but they're running the same plays they've ran all year, and they haven't been getting penalty calls. So this is very, very strange. Wow. So it's first down and 20. And Keaton Wade will run it up the middle, and Wade will run for about four or five yards to the 26. Yeah, it's a straight power to the left. You give the ball. It's not even a read zone. It's not messing around. You're giving Keaton that ball running downhill, and he ran hard, and they're going straight for the legs. Kind of like, you know, most people want to tackle Derrick Henry for the Tennessee Titans. Exactly how you want to tackle Keaton Wade, the waist or below. Doing a good job so far on Keaton. He's still picking up chunks of yards. Wade's going to throw. Wade's going to find his receiver. Tanner Shake up the field. Shake breaks one, two, and he fumbles it. And they ripped it away from him. Unbelievable. And Houston's got it. And Keaton and Destin Wade is talking to the referee. He got hit after he threw the ball, and the ref didn't call it. This is strange. A strange game in the making here at Summit Spartan Stadium. This is just odd. Now, all of a sudden, Houston's got the ball on the 42, and what's their offense going to do? That's a good question with 10-33 left in the third. And I will tell you this. I'll tell you later. Shotgun for Houston. will hand it off. Sissa goes for it. Basically back to the line of scrimmage, nothing. Yeah, nothing up the middle. Again, you know, I read those stats at halftime. They're a little misleading. I mean, we've had two big runs for Houston for a total of 80 yards. Other than that, they just haven't done much. I mean, maybe 30 yards total in four or five drives. So, again, let's see what they could do here. And so, second down and 10 on the 42. The crowd is now coming alive. 
They've had enough of Houston and the penalties. Oh, bad snap. And he got to get on the football. It may have been a direct snap. If not, it went to the running back instead of the quarterback. And number 28, Ramon had to get on it. Yeah, he had to get on it right away. It was just a bad snap or a bad reception. And, you know, the center, he's been snapping the ball really low for Houston. So that quarterback's been having to go down for it. Maybe he was anticipating another low snap and just wasn't ready for it. But nonetheless, a big advantage for the Spartans off of that fumble. Houston's going to need some kind of yardage. Probably will elect to punt it back to... Summit, third and 14 to the 38, going to heave one down, and it is incomplete. Nice coverage again as they try to go on Feltz's side, and he makes the play. Yeah, Feltz, Feltz has done a really good job tonight. You know, the two times that they've thrown him deep, he's been right on him right there. The receiver had a little bit of a step, but Feltz recovered really well, and he was right there to deliver the blow as the receiver was about to catch that ball. So, well done, Noah Feltz. And here we go. The kicker is the same. The punter, Vizina, will kick it. And Brady Pierce is back at the 25. 9-14 left in the third quarter. 14-7 Summit leads Houston. Waits a second. Kicks a pretty good one. Pierce will get to fair caught at the 26. All right. So we're right back to where we started. Give or take five yards. And... Uh, Keaton Wade's not going to come in. The Iron yeah, he's, he's going to stay out there, it looks like. But uh, interesting to see how tight this game is so far. Well, you have two turnovers and a big penalty for Summit. The rest you scored on. Yeah. So you've really tur- – I mean, Summit is moving the football offensively. It's just the turnovers. Dominic Hollis now in the backfield. But you're going to have to get some kind of cushion if you want to. Maybe you're not. Maybe you just win by seven and go to the next game. Wade will make mm. one miss, and down he goes in the backfield. A loss of three. Yeah, a loss of three. And, I mean, that's just coming straight up the gut, man. We've been bragging on this offensive line all night, and right there they're just not getting it done, man. They're going to have to uh, make some adjustments. But can I highlight something else that I really love about Keaton Wade? I saw him come off the field. He started on offense, went to defense, and when he came off right now, he went and tapped every single Summit Spartan player on the forehead and told him to stay in the game. That's a great leader encouraging his sidelines. I love to see that stuff. Loss of four, second and 14 on the 22. Wade at quarterback. Wade with a mm. pressure, and oh! He gets tattooed from the backside. Did not see the blitz off the left, and they are getting to him. And down goes Wade at the 15. I mean, this is starting to get ugly. That's the left tackle, Matt Mullen, man. He's got to keep his head up and give a slide-out call. That's an out-out call. That's when he's going to the outside because that outside corner came late and blitz. you got to keep your eyes up on that. And We should have had Jack Bauer come and cover the end, and then Matt Mullen hit that block. But that's on the blind side, man, and uh, Destin Wade took a real big lick right there, and now all of a sudden it's third and a mile. It's third and 20 on the 15-yard line. So... If they convert this, it would be almost a miracle. And Wade is still shaking from the hit. And he throws one in the dirt to Keaton Wade five yards away from him. I need to check his back or something on the rotation of that. That did not look good, man. I mean, I think he's going to be okay. But, I mean, you take a lick like that and then follow it up with a throw like that. I mean, that was... 
that was all the hit right there is, is the reason. I mean, he just threw a little five-yard swing pass, and it's like he couldn't even get it to him. Again, I think he's okay. He's not looking at a train or anything like that, but uh, he might have got speared right in his back, and now all of a sudden, I mean, this is officially ugly for the Spartans. And Pierce will kick one away, not his best kick. We'll get a roll, and then it go down, gets over into Houston territory down at the 44-yard line. We'll be back in a second. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Welcome back in. 7.23 left in the third quarter. Summit leads 14-7. Oh, no. there he goes. Gets a break in containment, and he's off to the races. His Mahoney's down to about the seven-yard line. Yeah, that's Jalen Mammon. That's the running back, and that was your simple counter to the right. You got the left guard pull kick. You got the left tackle pull lead through, and he wasn't touched, Epley. I mean, the, Houston did a great job up front. That's a body on body. They had the three down linemen covered. They got up to the second level, and now all of a sudden, Houston's running a hurry-up offense. And hands it. Oh, and met at the line of scrimmage with Sissa. I believe that was, let me get the number, Thad Hill. Number 34. Whoa. This is, yeah, this is going to be a big test of character and poise for the Summit Spartans. They've never been in this position before this year. And Houston's telling, hey, we didn't drive halfway across the state to come here and get embarrassed. We're here for a football game. 14-7 will hand it off up the middle or to the left, should I say. Tackled short of the goal line. It was Turner to make the tackle. I believe it will be about two yards short. Yeah, Turner with a scoring save on that one, and it looks like one of the Mustangs is down. That's probably the running back. And it is in an injury timeout. Let's see. No, he's going to be up, and we'll get – it will be Stiegel. So third down and two on the two. 6-17 left in the third quarter. And just a couple big plays. And that's basically it. And Houston now... Is looking for the tie, but what's the defense going to do? Shovel pass. Oh! Oh, what a collision! And loss, and Finley Jamison leads the way. A big lick on Ramon the tailback. That's exactly what this defense needed. Something to spark these guys, and now they got to hold them. Houston's going to go for it. Four yards, huge momentum swing on the line. Summit Spartans defense have to respond right here, just like they did on that third down. And what a huge stop. And we got late substitutions. Going to have to call a timeout. Oh, yeah. And we'll see. No, they get in, get settled, and, okay, they're going to wait a second. That's the line of scrimmage. Day comes up, and he's going to snap it. 
And he did get it. Got him. And Jacob Turner's on the bottom. And Stegel could not get in for four yards. Huge stop right there by the Spartans. He got in there first, and then Keaton Wade tattoos him on the back. And that is what the Spartans needed to do. Now the offense has their back against the wall, needs to go 97 yards. And again, Epley, there's been a lot of holding calls right here. If you get a holding call in the end zone, that's a safety. So if I'm Coleman, I'm telling my offensive line and my receivers, you better play this thing stinking clean because we got to get out of this danger zone. Again, if there's a holding in the end zone, that's a safety. Not good for the Spartans. Hopefully they can get out quick. And we'll see. 5.09 left in the third quarter as Wade's going to run a power. Wade breaks one. He breaks two. And he carries the third defender down to the 22. And Wade breaks it open for 20. <laughs> well, <laughs> Vintage Destin Wade. Finally, it's the biggest run we've seen him make of the night. And it could not have come at a better time. That's just your basic quarterback power to the right, lead block Keaton Wade, big brother, and that was a great run for Destin Wade. Gets out of basically the end zone, 447, Destin Wade in the shotgun. Everybody in, they're going to play power against him. Keaton Wade, here he comes. There he goes, darting down the sideline and Wade's across midfield to the 49. A big run from the 22. Give him that power to the right-hand side, Keaton Wade. Now you can feel the energy, the momentum. Now you've woken the bear. You've poked the bear, and now Summit has finally seems like they're waking up and they're bringing the pain. Nice drive, and they just crossed the 50. You'll be surprised. That's going to be on them. It is. Yeah. It went up to the line of scrimmage, and it looks like the penalty will be against Houston, and it's offsides. So, Matt, you're surprised. Not really. When the defense makes that stop, it ignites the offense. Yeah, I was really happy for them because that's a huge stop. I mean, if they score there, not only is it now a possible tie football game, but the momentum and the belief and the swag that you give back to Houston is, a, is paramount in this game. Man. But they stole it right back from them. Wade in the shotgun, first and five. Wade in the power. Wade in the power. Wade's going to dart his way down to the 38-yard line. He wants a, a flag, yeah. and he might have got and it. I hope, I hope that's not against Destin for yelling at the ref. It shouldn't be, but that was a late hit. Okay, he's talking to the guy now. That's good. First and five, and he finally got the penalty. Wade comes up, and he says, did you not see him take me down by my face mask? Yeah, the, the disappointing thing is the referee that it was right in front of, he didn't even call it. So, you know, it, of course, you know, the Summit, you know, we're on this sideline, and it gets a little bit more emotional for us. But, I mean, these calls are happening right in front of the guy's face. And, again, the white hat from behind the line, behind Destin, about 20 yards away, was the, the guy that threw it late. I think he was waiting to see if his referee was going to throw it because, again, the white hat was the referee that Destin was complaining to on the last series about the late hit, and he came to the rescue on that one, and he should have. And close to the red zone to the 24, move Summit. And here comes Brandon King behind Keaton Wade, and he floors a player, <laughs> and Wade uh, King hits the corner for seven. 
And now there's some jawing going on between Keaton Wade and number two, Ben Stiegel. Wade laid out Stiegel, and they've been jawing a little bit throughout this game. Stiegel's kind of, you know, pumping him up a little bit because he's made a couple good plays on Keaton, and he's feeling it. That time, Keaton tattooed him, let him know, and Stiegel didn't like it. Second down and five on the 19-yard line. 14-7's the score. Destin Wade's going to run behind Keaton. And we got another another flag away from the football. Mm. And another flag. And I think we got a late hit on Houston. It's getting dirty, Epley. It's getting dirty. Houston is not happy. I mean, that's the third or fourth late hit. They're getting dirty. They're taking... Jeremiah Morrow out of the game, the defensive lineman who I think they're going to call the personal foul on here. So we're going to call a block in the back against a holding against Summit mm. and a put an illegal block in the back is what it was, I think, on Houston. Either way, and there was a hold on Summit, so we're going to restart it again. Nothing happened. Yeah, it's interesting because I kind of felt like it should have been a personal foul on Houston, but unfortunately it wasn't, so the penalty's offset, and here we are again, second and five. It's like it never happened. Destin Wade with Keaton, two wide receivers, check that three to the left, and Wade will run it. Wade comes up the middle, dashes his way, and all the way inside the 10 to the 8-yard line, first down, Summit. Yeah, it was read zone to the right. He was about to give it to Keaton, and then he pulled it at the last second, went backside with it, and ran for the first down left. But one thing I do want to highlight that I haven't seen, Wade's taking licks every time he runs the ball, and typically we haven't seen that this year. Houston, you know, not only are they playing slightly on the gray line in terms of, you know, cleanliness of the game, but they're they're bringing the heat. They're, they're making him pay for these runs. Doubles on both sides. Since one in motion is Brady Pierce. Follows Keaton Wade. Whoa, what a lick by Keaton again to lead his way, and Pierce goes down to the two from the ten. Do not poke the bear. They have poked the bear, and they have woke up Keaton Wade. Every single play, whether he carries the ball and runs someone over or blocks and just pancakes someone, it's so fun to watch him, and he is now playing with a little bit of fire in him. Everyone in the phone booth, second down and two, goal to goal for Summit, leading by seven. Leading by still seven. Keaton Wade will run for one yard, third and one. Yeah, and this is where you got to tell your person. I'm sure they know. I mean, I'm sure the Wades are used to this because, you know, you're public enemy number one when you're some of the best players in Tennessee. And, you know, I was just going to say make sure they keep their cool because uh, Houston's a little bit dirty. And an offsides penalty from the cadence of Destin Wade. I would have probably saved that one till later. You get a half yard, so now it's third and a half yard. Third and a half yard, and I'm going to call the play right now. It's going to be a quarterback sneak up the middle. Try me. Four to one odds, quarterback sneak up the middle. Third and half a yard. Matt Rogers says the sneak (laughs) for Destin Wade. A run up the middle. Maybe not because he's not going under center, but. I think it will be. And shotgun, Dustin Wade, 129. He's going to run to the left, and Wade puts the ball across the goal line, but, but, no. 
Man, they don't give it to him. These referees are something else, man. I don't Whoa. know about that. He ran in the middle. He stretched out again. You know, Destin's six foot five, and he stretched out. He needed two feet. They're going to say he's two inches now. I mean, I don't know about that one, Epley. These referees are not doing him any favors. And the crowd is up, but needs to kind of quieting down for Destin Wade. It's fourth and a half a centimeter and Destin Wade runs about as hard as he does all night and listen to the crowd. Wade crosses the goal line for the TD, 20-7. And another flag coming in late. And this is where Houston's wheels might fall off. Where did uh, Summit start to drive? On the three-yard line. They needed to go 97 yards, Epley, and boy, did they ever. Mm. What an answer. You hold Houston, literally a collision, and we got a dead ball unsportsmanlike against Summit. So, well... <laughs> Crane's going to have a little bit more go with this. Oh, switching the, the kicker, the place kicker. Hmm. So now we have Arrington in to attempt the 35-yard extra point. Interesting. I don't, I don't know what the call was. I thought that was on Houston, man. That, I didn't see any Summit players around. Ooh. Oh, and it's blocked. And that's it. Kick is blocked. We'll take a commercial break. We'll come back. 20 to 7 is the score. That penalty was costly against Summit. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. Hey folks, it's Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Clinic. Folks, we are open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. We provide pediatric care, primary care, and even urgent care if you need to get in during those hours. Our provider there is Kelly Kelly. She does DOT exams as well as well woman exams, and she does our pediatric well child physicals. So, folks, if you're looking for the right care and a provider that's not going anywhere, come see us at the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Office. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back in. 47 seconds left in the third quarter, 20-7. to 7. The third possession for Summit is a 97-yard touchdown drive. And mm. a bullet down to Stiegel, and he'll run it, give it to actually a reverse, and that goes nowhere to the 27-yard line. And that just shows you how, how disciplined Summit is. I mean, there's there was that big, you know, uh, what did you call it, like the fumble ruski where they all came together and they 
tattooed that one. They tried to run a reverse play, and that one fumbled, and then they tried to reverse that one. Summit's been on it every single time, with the exception of some missed blocks, miscommunications, and a couple big runs by Houston. Overall, Summit's been very disciplined on defense, and again, that's why there's only seven points on the board for Houston. Well, if you poke the bear, the bear's off the right side of the line, and they're going to run away from him, and nothing doing from Mamone as he goes for about a yard. So I'm going to assume that Houston's going to let the clock run out with only 30 seconds left. Here's what I will say. This fourth quarter is going to be interesting in the fact that you watch Keaton Wade. He's fired up. He wants to get his licks in. And then you watch Houston. that are Their ego's a little bit hurt right now. They're in the game. Now they're getting taken out of it. And you're going to see some shots. They want to hit the Wades, and they want to make their mark one way or another. So fourth quarter, uh, buckle your seatbelts. It's not over. Will it be snapped? It is. It's going to be a draw. It's going to be nothing. And the tackle, and this man is playing really well. Finley Jamison stops the quarterback draw. Yeah, he's been fantastic all night. I love Finley Jamison. I love Jacob Turner. He came up big on that fourth down stop. And these linebackers, they've just been consistent all year. And we head to the final quarter of the 6A first round playoff game. Summit leads 20-7, to 12 minutes left in the game. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L-Series tractor is the number one selling compact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. Powerful Kubota diesel engine, ease of operation, and your choice of a Kubota gear or HST transmission. The durable Kubota L-Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Call or come by Columbia Kubota or Franklin Kubota or visit them online at ColumbiaKubota.com or FranklinKubota.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. The Summit Spartans play on WKOM. With Matt Rogers, here's Mike Epley. Welcome back in. This is the fourth quarter. This is it. Houston, do you have a fight? You're down 13 to Summit. Summit has come alive now in the second half and is ahead of the Cougars. It's a, I'm sorry, the, Mustangs. Mustangs. And I'm watching this play as it's a draw, and it's close to the first Ooh, down. wonder if they're going to go for it. It's the third and, let's just say, seven. He got six. It looks like they are going to go for it. I would. I mean, oh. What are they moving? The chains? They gave it to it. Never mind. Oh, Abley. Oh, that's got to hurt. What they is going on? Marked him down a little before the sticks and gave it to him. The flip out now trying to run a quick screen and he's this guy's been quiet in the uh, basically the game joiner incomplete. Yeah, incomplete. He overthrew him right there and you know if that was a, you know about a foot further that might have been picked by Hollis and that would have been a pick six. That would have fired up this crowd even more, huh? Wow. 11:31 left in the game second down and 10 on the 37-yard line. Five wide receivers for Houston. A pump fake. Brady Pierce is there. And we got a flag on the play. 
a flag on the play, and I believe it's going to be caught against Summit. And it's going to be Noah Phelps, the corner, not the safety, Brady Pierce. I'm going to be honest, Epley. I ain't trying to sound like a homer here, but this is really bad. Like, Summit, Summit has had more penalties in this game than they had across the board combining all games all year. Like, this is really bad, and it ain't the Summit Spartans. Let me just say that. Whoa. That's really going to help Houston because he was double covered. No chance of catching that ball. That was way overthrown, and they gave them a P.I., and these this, these fans are not happy, nor should they be. Ball's on the 48-yard line, 20-7 to seven is the score. Defense has played very well for Summit throughout the game. 11-24 left. Shotgun formation. Stegall's going to run it. And he's tackled by Aiden Bird, but he carries Aiden Bird for seven yards to the 45. Yeah, great run right there off the left side. And uh, he turned uh, something into nothing. And Stegall now is limping off the sideline. He looks to uh, be a little bit banged up. So now they're going to turn to the second running back would be Sissa back there. He's the speed guy. So we mentioned this in the in the pregame. There's a fat, there's kind of the thunder and lightning. As Destin Wade is jumping up in the air ready for the football. He's walking back up to the coaches. 10.40 left in the game. 20-7. to 7. Loser goes home. Hands mm. off. No. Fakes it. Nice play by the quarterback. Day keeps it. He needed two yards. He got three. I mean, Destin Wade or uh, Keaton Wade just pressed down and really crashed that in, and that quarterback kept it to the outside. Had he played a little bit disciplined, he could have tattooed that quarterback. So uh, chalk it up to Chandler Day, the QB, for uh, dodging a bullet there. First down, Houston. On the 42, flips it out. And a big lick on Tony. Tony was alive in the first quarter. He hasn't done much. He gets down to the 37-yard line, a gain of about six. Yeah, and that was the play they ran on the very first play of the game. That's that quick screen right there. And uh, another gain of uh, six for them. And now, all of a sudden, Houston's driving. Second and five on the 38. Two wide receivers to the left on the short side of the field. One to the right. And Hollis, they're not even throwing Hollis's way. Sends a man in motion. And it will be Stegall. It's Will in motion. And they're going to flip it to Sissa. And a nice tackle. Same slowed him down. And who else? Finley Jamison runs down the line and makes the play. Man, he has just been so consistent all year. Finley Jamison at that middle linebacker spot. He does not miss too many tackles when he has the opportunity. And tonight, he has come up huge for this defense. Third down and five on the 38 of Summit. Houston with the football down 13 points. A hard-fought game by Houston for short. 20 to seven. Flips it out to Tony, and he dropped it. They tried. Tony wanted to sit down, and Day wanted to throw him open, and it was a miscommunication. Yeah, he might get someone killed like that. He's leading those receivers. I mean, they got to dive out for that ball if if. Uh if a defender's there to meet him, that could be an ugly crash. If you don't, if you don't get it here, it might be O V E R oh, with sure. Wade. This is the game. This is the game for Houston. Down twenty to seven. Nine minutes left. You're on the thirty-eight yard line. Fourth and seven. You gotta get it right here. Fourth and six. 
And here we go. Day, the quarterback, giving the signals. One right receiver, and that's Joiner to the right, covered by Hollis. Everybody else in. They're going to try the double reverse, and nothing. nothing. A loss, and Aiden Byrne is one of the players on top of the pile. It will go back two yards as Sissa hits the reverse. Yeah, and that just shows the discipline of these Summit Spartans. Again, it was a double reverse, and just nobody home. It was just, I mean, could not have been covered any better. And who else than the middle linebacker, Jacob Turner? I like trick plays, not on fourth down. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not a, I'm not a trick play guy on fourth down. <laughs> well, so far you're you're right because uh, that didn't work out. And that's the thing is, I mean, they're 0 for 4 on trick plays yeah. now. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, just run your offense. But, uh, hey, to each his own. And for that, the Spartans are now very much in the driver's seat. Keaton Wade out. Dominic Hollis in. 8.59 left in the game. They're going to give it to the little man. And he comes across. And he is fast, but he goes for one yard. Yeah, now you're going to see Summit really slow the offense down, really suck that game clock and that play clock right down to the very last second, 8.45 and counting, and they want to get out of here. Well, that was short-lived. <laughs> Keith's back in. Keith's back in. Okay. But we do like Hollis. We love his him being in the backfield. Second and nine on the 42. You're going to run Pearson Moson. Pierce on the sweep. Pierce goes to the right, breaks once, jumps, oh, and lands on his head a yard short of the first down. That was dangerous as he went airborne. Yeah, and I mean, this is this is one of those things, I mean, God, these guys, I mean, they're battling it out, but, you know, they're best players. They're taking some licks, so I think this is one of those games that Coleman didn't want to get banged up this much. And coming to the line quickly, Summit on a third and one on the 50. Leading by 13.755. The clock is running. Keaton Wade is in the backfield with Destin. And they keep going. Keaton keeps going on the left side, the right side, the left side. Now he's back to the right. So he's going to find a way to block for Destin Wade. And Wade hits the corner. And he darts his way to the 40-yard line. An easy run for 10. Yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, that's another beautiful run to the outside. But one thing I did want to highlight, I mean, so many great things about being a Summit Spartan football player and a coach. But one of the greatest things that we don't talk about too much is that they can take their key players out more often than not in the third quarter. And they don't get hit too much. But tonight... That's been anything but. I mean, our best players are taking some serious licks, and you hope that doesn't carry over in the next couple weeks. The pistol formation, Keaton Wade is directly behind Destin Wade. They send Brady Pierce in motion. He's going to line up as the tailback behind it and going to run the option with Brady Pierce. Wade's going to keep it, and he's going to go down, scampers his way to the 32, a gain of eight. Yeah, a gain of eight. Nice uh, read option there. He uh, faked to Keaton Wade up the middle and then ran that option on the outside with Brady. They had some room, and and Wade decided to keep it on that one, and a uh, beautiful gain of eight yards, and the clock continues to drain. Houston, Houston is, I was going to say, their only shot is a turnover right they, here. Houston is not explosive. They will pound you and done very well. Scored their one scoring drive was two plays. Wade's going to throw it. What a throw out to the right side. Complete spin move. Pierce breaks another one. He spins again. And another flag down oh, as Pierce goes to the 20, a gain of 12. I have no idea what the flag would be for. Um, 
It was in the area of where Pierce was running. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was spinning, and people were trying to tackle him. There was no real other blockers around, so I don't know what this penalty can be for, unless it's some kind of personal foul, face mask. Surely not. Surely not. A block in the back oh against God. Summit. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Right next to Brady Pierce running it. This is unbelievable. I, I mean, um, Ebley, there was literally nobody around him. I don't. Yeah, this is weird. So this goes a 12-yard gain negated, and it's basically, it was a second and two, and it's going to go back 10 yards, so it's going to be second and a half yard. So one thing to highlight, too, the referee that made that call was the sideline judge on Houston's side and threw it literally 30 yards across the field to the offensive line of Summit that wasn't even around the play. Very odd. Second down and a half yard from the... Basically the 31, and Keaton Wade will get it. He's got the first down, and he moves away to the 26. It's kind of stepped on Keaton, was a player on Houston. No call, but Wade gets the first. Yeah, number two, that's Ben Stiegel. He's the one that's been having words all night with Keaton Wade. Tries to get his licks in on Destin Wade, and he's still limping around. you got to give the kid credit. I mean, he's visibly hurt, hobbling around, but he's staying on the field and just, you know, Making his last ditch effort. One of the we used to see this guy in his junior year play a lot on offense. Now he's back out there. Maddox Reed will let, line down off the left side. Pierce right as a wing back off the left hip of Maddox Reed. Everybody in for Summit. No wide receivers. Five thirty left in the game. Destin Wade will run it. Wade breaks one. Wade breaks two. Wade breaks three. His jersey's ripped all the way down to his right shoulder, and he goes in for the touchdown. That was unreal awesome. His brother lead blocking. Not only does he break a couple tackles, but like you said, right at the very end, Barrett Glass had his jersey, tried to rip it off, and Wade just shakes him and literally walks into the end zone saying, Get off me. Do we have another flag on the play? Probably. We do. We have a pl- We have a flag at oh, the no. seven-yard line. This is going to negate the touchdown. This is terrible. This is unbelievable. Honestly, I don't know how these officials are going to get out of this. I was just going to say, I don't know how they're going to get out of this stadium. Face mask penalty against... Some a face mask, a five yard penalty against Summit. So scratch the Dex Dustin Wade touchdown. They're going to move him back to the twelve yard line. This game is not over with five seventeen left. If I were to hold my headset outside and let the listeners listen to these fans, we would probably get canceled. It's that ugly out here on the Summit side, and I don't blame them. I, I've never seen anything like this. This is terrible. Five minutes left. Wade's going to run it right back Same at him. Same touchdown play. Wade keeps going. Wade stays in bounds, and he's down to the two. No flag on the play. <laughs> so he's, he's down to the three, actually. I mean, you also got to think, too, playing devil's advocate here, if these referees are making valid calls, now you're witnessing a Houston team that's been able to do something to Summit that no other team's been able to do, and that's get under their skin, ruffle their feathers to cause them to hold, block in the back, get face masks. I mean, we haven't heard a block in the back or a face mask on offense the entire year. No. Second and one on the three-yard line. Destin White at quarterback. 
will bring Pierce in front of him. Pierce gets it. He swings it out behind Keaton Wake. Keaton Wake clears everyone out. And what else? Brady Pierce walks in for the touchdown for three yards. And I'm scanning the field. There are no flags on the field. There officially are no flags on the field. This is going to be a valid touchdown. And that is the fly sweep for Brady Pierce. We've seen it all year. He comes in motion, speed, full speed, downhill, gets the handoff, and literally sprints to the outside right by the pylon and walks in for six. That might have done it for Houston. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's 100%. But uh, just because, I mean, it's... They didn't have the juice in the first place, and now the gas is gone. Well, Crane has the gas. The, the kick is good. 27-7 to score, 4.45 left in the game. We'll be back in a minute. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. 4.45 left in the game. Mike Epley, Matt Rogers on the call. Summit, Houston, first round of the 6A playoffs. That might have done it. It's called the nail in the coffin. It was Brady Pierce. The kickoff will be to Houston, fielded at the 25. And he goes down at the 25. And it will be on the return... Come on, and you got to like that. So 27-7 the score. Coach Coleman elects to keep the defense out, or should I say Coach Taylor elects to keep the starters out, leading by 20 with 439 left in the game. We're going to throw it, and a new quarterback is in, and it will be complete as they stick in or put out Jeremiah Salem. This is the quarterback at the beginning of the year for Houston. Yeah, he's a good-looking kid, too. He looks a little taller, and he's definitely more accurate than the other guy. Did I just hear what I thought I heard? Yes, you did, Titan Man. Uh, so they're going to throw a jump ball, and Dominic Hollis goes up with the bigger joiner and knocks it away. Jose Joiner had a he was in perfect position to come down that ball, and he just didn't. It went right through his numbers, and he thought Hollis had it. He turned around and flopped on him, but uh, missed opportunity there for Jose Joiner. So the first time we've ever heard the hoof, 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 <laughs> and uh, carried on from the Titans man right next to me. I like it. Well, originally that is Spartans, and the Titans adopted the the chant, but it all makes sense. Yeah. Pass complete. Nice move. Another nice move. 
by Stiegel, and that's Will. Will gets de- 10 yards. Yeah, the, the Stiegel bros, man. You got Will Stiegel, Ben Stiegel. They're, they're some feisty kids, man, and uh, that's a good uh, – it was a good catch, but uh, those yak yards that Will Stiegel put on at the end is going to give, again, they're giving him the first down. Epley, that was a yard short, man. Give it to him. I'm, I'm not to teasing him. here. That was a yard short of the first down. This is unbelievable. Shotgun is Salem, and his quarterback, he goes, throw another one. Down the field he goes, and incomplete. There's no way you call. Okay, great <laughs> coverage by uh, Noah Phelps on Tim Tony. If that would have been a PI call, it's it would be like that uh, those referees on Remember the Titans where they're just blatantly calling because they hated the team. That would be us right here. So I'm glad I did not see a PI call there. That was great coverage. I wonder if they're trying to get some offense or this is the passing quarterback. Salem. It looks like he's the passer. Oh, oh, and he fumbled. He lost the football. You spoke too Max soon. Reed <laughs> makes the sack. And did he get the football? No. Okay, recovered by number two. <laughs> by Momo. But a nice play by Maddox Reed. Yeah, you literally said this is the passing quarterback. And right that he he reaches back to throw the ball, and it literally slips out of his hand. Very uh, series of unfortunate events there for Jeremiah Salem. And it's third and woo. Uh, we'll say 24 yards. Very accurate, Epley. You're, 40, very, you're very good at this. 41 yard, 40, <laughs> 41 yard line, 253. Salem will throw it into triple coverage. Oh, and Turner knocks it away. He's the first one. You could have had Brady Pierce on an interception as well. Yep, and... Uh, this is the play that could get interesting because if Houston doesn't convert here, uh, I hate to say this, but I, I, I hope it doesn't get dirty and ugly. It, this is going to be a very raw play. You heard it here first. Here it goes. Well, fourth and 24. The bomb is up, and it's thrown out of bounds. And everybody walks off the field right now. He didn't even give him a. He didn't even give him a chance at that. He literally threw that out of bounds. So, Summit's going to win the game. And uh, again, not to beat a dead horse or try to create a fake story or anything, but I, I do worry a little bit. With two thirty-eight left, you're going to lose. You're not happy. It's been a little bit dirty. Uh, keep your players clean here and, and make sure nothing bad happens in terms you of do, cheap shots or anything. You don't want an ejection. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about Summit. I'm more talking about Houston. Okay, okay, okay. But, but they, uh, it seems like they are apt to maybe, you know, accidentally hit a little bit after the uh, whistle, if you know what I mean. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Well, 238, Destin Wade's still out there, 27-7. Summit has played a really good game, hard-fought game for two and a half quarters for Houston. But Summit's just the better team, more superior team. Dominic Hollis is superior here. Dominic Hollis. Dominic Hollis is down to the 23. A nice run for 18. Great run there by the baby. We had the pulling guard, and that was just a great lead block right there by Richardson. And uh, Hollis was off to the races. Well done. And, uh, you know, you got to wonder, Coleman Coleman doesn't care if he wins, you know, 2-0 or 27-7. I was wondering if he's going to score again. I'll tell you this. This is the most impressed I am with Summit. This entire year. I know half their games ended at halftime. I'm more impressed with this. I'm with you. Uh, Houston fought for two and a half quarters, but Summit just really, 
when you had to step up, the defense stepped up, and then Destin Wade took over. Yeah, this is a, this is a good opening game for them as they head into this first 6A championship run in school history because they had to overcome a lot of adversity tonight, and there were so many times where Houston could have got back in this game, especially they had – was it first and goal from the five, was it, Epley? And, and, and the Spartans stopped them. It was at least three plays, maybe second and goal, but uh, – they did a great job of uh, stopping there because that could have changed the whole momentum of the game, and who knows what would have happened. But uh, I'm with you. I'm impressed with the poise of Summit and the grit that they showed tonight. I'm just checking out Dominic Hollis. Is he happy or is he hurt? I'm not trying to start a story that's not there, but I, I, I'm assuming he he's – I don't know. He's going to probably run the ball again. 108 left in the game, and he's off the right hip of Wade. I'm assuming that you won't throw it. He's going to run it. Let me see what he got. Let me see what he's got. He, he shakes one. Oh, he still got it. Oh, he's carrying three people. Down four people. The, the man moves down the seven-yard line, 15-yard run for Hollis. That's another thing that you got to love about Dominic Hollis. He's probably one of the smaller players on the field in terms of his stature. So, yes, he's got the love jukes. The yes, he's got the explosiveness. But right there he showed he also has the power to carry two and three players. And Coleman's got to love the future of that because, you know, next year, when these Wades leave, he's going to go back to that power pitch, triple wing offense where it's a lot of run. And what is this, Matt? Called victory formation. And that's right. And this is going to be the final score as Summit will win 27 to 7. The defense was outstanding besides a couple of plays, and the offense comes alive, or should I say, pass came alive in the third quarter. As we hit zero, we'll take our final commercial break. We'll get Matt's final thoughts, and hopefully we can get the score from Brentwood and Germantown. That way we know who's coming to Summit. we got about two minutes to find out. We'll be back on 101.7. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us your neighbors at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
AMC Roofing. Leaking roof? Missing shingles? AMC Roofing has you covered. Locally owned and operated. We specialize in residential roof repairs and roof maintenance. We are equipped to repair any type of residential roofing systems. And we also handle siding repairs. AMC Roofing can pinpoint leaks and have them fixed guaranteed. There is no job too small. But when you're ready, we also provide full roof replacements. Call or text today for a free estimate. AMC Roofing, your local roof repair specialist. Call Andrew Costa today, 931-626-0492. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. The Summit Spartans play on WKOM. With Matt Rogers, here's Mike Epley. The game is over. The first round has concluded for 6A football here at Summit. Summit victorious 27-7. What was closer to halftime pulled away in the second half. Destin Wade, phenomenal. Keaton Wade and some of the other guys, and especially the defense. No points for Houston in the second half as Summit got a couple of touchdowns, actually two. Wade scored from one yard, and then Brady Pierce scored from three yards. Missed extra point after an unsportsmanlike penalty, so it's 27-7. And we don't know yet, and still in play, we have a tie football game. Brentwood, and we're at the two-minute warning, the actual up-to-date Brentwood and Germantown, 21-21. So it could be Brentwood coming right down the road, or it could be Germantown basically close to where Houston would be. So we'll uh, welcome in, uh, or should I say back, Matt Rogers. Matt, great defensive effort for uh, Coach Coleman and his group tonight. The better team won for sure. Uh, there's there's a couple things we take away. One is I'm going to talk to Coach Coleman about the field. And the footing of some – it got better, it seemed like, throughout the game. And I don't know how that worked. And, but the second thing was, and you, you've harped on this all night, was the penalties 
to me, to take away so many penalties against Summit, either they weren't prepared, and I, I feel that that's highly unlikely with so many playoff games for this team. But either way, they overcame it and won the game tonight. Yeah, you know, uh, <clears throat> I was listening to uh, one of Bruce Arians' interviews uh, last game, and he was talking about how there's certain referees that are just different. And he said it in a really classy way, but he said, look it, we knew that this referee was going to call a lot of roughing the passers, because I guess the Bucks had a lot of roughing in the passers last game. My point is, refs are different. Every referee is different. And, and something happened tonight where these referees saw the Summit offense and up front the offensive line doing something that they didn't like doing something that they thought was out of bounds. And, again, we saw more penalties against Summit on offense tonight in one game than we have seen in all ten games combined. So it was really, really weird. But going back to the actual game and and the way that the teams played, I'm going to echo what you said, and I'm pretty impressed with with Summit. You said this was one of the most impressive games you've seen. And the reason why is when you're this good and you got two of the best football players in Tennessee on your team and you're surrounded by an unbelievable offensive line and just some great players, you're going to see a running clock a lot in the third quarter like we have been. But tonight... This was different. This was a Houston team that traveled from long distance, and they showed up to leave their mark. They said, we're going to come. We may not win this game, but we're going to make you freaking earn it. And they did. And Houston did a good job, especially early on, slowing the game down, making Summit earn every single yard. And with every yard came a big a big hit, a big blow. We saw Keaton Wade fumble, which we've never seen before. And Summit faced adversity for the first time this season that we've ever seen, and they responded. They responded really, really well. They they had that huge fourth down stop on the goal line that could have tied the game, but then they would drive 97 yards and score, and that's when they really ran with the game. But the official offensive stats, Summit had 390 offensive yards to Houston's 205. Keep in mind, Three of those 205, uh, three plays out of those 205 yards uh, make up 127 yards. So with the exception of three big plays by Houston, this Summit defense really shut them down, and they really did a good job. Just some personal player stats. Uh, Rushing for Houston, Jalen Momin had nine rushes for 103 yards. He was their leading rusher. And then, of course, for Summit Spartans, Destin Wade, 18 carries, 138 yards, two touchdowns. Keaton Wade, his brother, eight rushes, 86 yards, one touchdown. Got a highlight. Those two touchdowns for Destin Wade came off of the blocks of his brother Keaton Wade. Keaton just did a phenomenal job. And then, of course, we got to mention Dominic Hollis, the sophomore, seven carries, 63 yards. And those 63 yards were really, really pretty. Eluding tackles, hitting the juke button, the spin button, and then, of course, that last run where he carried about three players. That was really, really awesome. Nothing to highlight either side on the passing game. Both teams had under 10 passes total. And then, of course, on defense, uh, I would say the big star tonight for me was Finley Jamison, that middle linebacker, with his tackles and just his overall play. But, again, the Summit Spartans, they we know how fast they are. We know how uh, quick they are. But tonight, we really saw how tough they were. Yeah, and now you carry that toughness as you continue with Destin Wade and Keaton Wade and those guys. On this field, you'll play right here 
And against, we're trying to find out first and 10 under a minute ball on their own 29 yard line, Brentwood and Germantown. And it looks like Brentwood has it. Yep. Brentwood has the ball on on their own. So, I mean, that, that might be going to overtime. Wow. Could be. So, that's a big game. And we also have Collierville playing Independence. That was a close game. And also, um, Whitehaven would be playing Ravenwood with the dinged-up Chris Parsons. Yeah, and I think I think Indy's, uh, Indy's about to get blown out by Collierville. Last I checked, it was 31-13 in the end of the third. But uh, I'm trying to hit refresh and give you a little Brentwood here because right here it says that first down, one of them to go ball on Germantown's 30-yard line. So... Uh, and then the next post says, you know, first down under a minute ball on their own 29-yard line. So, to be honest, I don't know what to tell you other than it is a tie ball game in Germantown. Well, here's Brentwood's in a dogfight. Well, here's what we do know. We won't have Matt Rogers next week. Oh. We're going to miss you, brother, big friend. I'm going to be in Houston, not the Houston that uh, came to play tonight, but I'm actually going to Houston, Texas. I'm going to be with the Barbara Bush Foundation helping them raise money. So, uh, I'm going to miss you, but uh, it's for a good cause. All right, well, we'll be, we'll be missed, and hopefully we win that game, and then the next game will be here. So you keep building. You need five to win it, and you're now that's check number one. you got four more if you're Summit. So the game will be here. We don't know the opponent. It'll be Germantown or Brentwood as we continue to go to that state championship. Be a little bit different. I don't, I don't, if Summit can make it, it's moved to Chattanooga this year. Chattanooga choo-choo, baby. You and I need to go back on. That playoff train. I had such a good time with you last year, driving all over the state of Tennessee, making it happen, and uh, it's fantastic. I hope we get to do that again. This will be about twice as long to get to Chattanooga <laughs> as it will Cookville. Well, you'll but, blast the 80s music, and we're going to have a good time, huh? That's right. We'll Little Poison, Def Leppard, that's your style. You're giving, them, you're giving away. <laughs> you're giving away on the air. No, but uh, we'll miss you, big man, uh, next week. Hopefully we get the win. I'd, I'd hate... For Summit, too, but hate to sign off without you. So. If, if you end up, unfortunately, having to sign off without me, does that mean it's my fault because I wasn't here? Yes. <laughs> They're going to win. You, Come you, on. Are, you are to blame. No. Well, good seeing you. I uh, appreciate everyone listening to uh, FrontPorchRadioTN.com and also 101.7 final score here. First round of the 6A playoffs is 27-7 Summit victorious over Houston. Take a listen next week on the same radio dial or the same website. 650 will go live here at Summit. Until then, for Matt Rogers, I'm Mike Epley. So long, everybody. Good night.